the reality of the situation is is that our quarterback is likely better than your quarterback and that's being validated all over the place and for some strange reason that seems to be making a lot of people upset. A lot of feels happening, Daniel. People are feeling, feeling. Stetson Bennett's not new to that game. He's been causing people to feel feelings mm. for his entire career. We're going to talk about the Heisman. We're going to talk about the SEC Championship game. We're going to talk about all manner of things today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Join us. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn, more about them. If you've heard about them, if you haven't, I'm going to uh, educate we have. you uh, here in a moment. We have. Uh, well, that's good. Daniel uh, Stetson is packing his bags. He is going to be on an airplane for Saturday in New York City. Uh, we're going to talk about that, segment yes. one. Segment two, we're going to talk about why everybody else in college football uh, sucks. <laughs> that's segment two. <laughs> wow. I feel like that's been segment two for a year and a half. Yeah, it has. It's been a regular staple in our repertoire. We just come okay. out with that one. And then segment three, we're going to be talking about uh, more SEC championship thoughts. But, Daniel, let's start mm -hmm. with the man, the myth, the legend. I tweeted this out a couple of days ago. If Kirby Smart needed more mm -hmm. coverage on his mm -hmm. ability as a coach, mm -hmm. which he doesn't. He doesn't. No. He doesn't need to prove himself to you, me. Or anyone. Can we just, this needs to be stated now because it will come back into play months and years down the road. Okay. Daniel and I will never question King Kirby. We've been wrong about a lot of things. Too many to count. I can't. But you won't ever catch us doubting Kirby Smart. Nope. We, we, might, we might question in game time management, clock management. We might say, hey, this was bonehead, but you know who's going to beat us to the punch? Kirby's going to beat us to the punch. He's going to mm -hmm. say, yeah, I blew it on there, and we're not going to question him. So if he needed more media market material, which he does not, taking a kid that was a walk-on JUCO transfer down the depth chart with every other manner of quarterback ascending to the top, Splashing kids everywhere across the NCAA, winning a national championship, and then going to Heisman. It's a story that writes itself, and that's exactly what we're at with this. So, Daniel, uh, let's start with all the haters out there. Okay. <clears throat> Sesson Bennett's better than your quarterback. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, he is. <clears throat> I, I can't, I don't know how to explain football better to you than Tennessee fan, Hinton Hooker, all his stats, and yet. He was up 40 points in the fourth quarter, still slinging the ball downfield on go routes while Stetson Bennett had a towel around his neck because we had every game handily taken care of. That's absolutely correct. And, and, and listen, we put out on the, I put out on the Twitter earlier this week, I absolutely think Hennon Hooker should be invited Co to New York. He should. So that's not, 
but he shouldn't be there instead of Stetson Bennett. No. I promise you that. Um, Stetson Bennett is not a former walk-on quarterback. He's not an undersized quarterback. He's nope. not a game manager quarterback. He's just He just happens to be really good at playing the quarterback position. I'm not sure if you watched the LSU game, the SEC championship game. I'm not sure if you've watched the big games, but it turns out that in the big moments, Stetson Bennett plays his best football when his best football is called for. See the Tennessee game earlier this year when the so-called number one team in the country came into Sanford Stadium. See the SEC, the national championship game last year in the second half, in the fourth mm. quarter, when his team was down, when an absolutely bogus call went against him and, and Alabama was, was gifted a touchdown that put them up in that game. But then what happened? Then he came out and went four for four, yep. marched straight down the field, scored a touchdown, and took a lead that he would never relinquish, and he did it entirely on his back. Not the defense's back, not the running game's back. He did it entirely on his back. Um, Stetson Bennett plays big-time football, and he's been doing it for a couple of years now. And this is my favorite hater narrative, which is that there are still people out there who don't realize. Now listen to me. Stetson Bennett will probably never be a starting quarterback in the NFL. But there are people who don't realize that Stetson Bennett's going to make an NFL roster. He's going to be on a team next There are people Daniel. who don't realize that Stetson Bennett will have his name called in the NFL draft. Like, there, there are people who don't know that that's real, who don't know that he's not going to make a squad, who don't know that he's not going to draw a paycheck from an NFL franchise. That that's going to be one of the things that he does in his but he's, life. But he's, but he's too short. Kyler Murray's shorter. It, but he's not athletic enough. He's dropping fools on this vaunted all-SEC defensive list. Yep. Shaking. Breaking on ankles. The line of scrimmage. Breaking ankles. Doesn't have the arm strength as he is doing explosive play after explosive play. He's it, making a team, and he should make a team. He's going to do that. And, and so... I just don't – yes, there are quarterbacks that are more XYZ gifted than Stetson Bennett is. Yes, sure. there are quarterbacks that can do fill-in-the-blank better than Stetson Bennett can do. But that's – you're missing the point of the Heisman Trophy. The point of the Heisman Trophy is to award the most outstanding player in college football and look at the way Stetson Bennett's performed this year. It has been nothing – Short of outstanding, Clint. Yes, Who sir. leads the nation in QBR in quarterback rating? Well, that that must be um, not CJ the Stroud. SEC. The nation. Oh, the nation. CJ Stroud or Caleb Williams has to. That has to be theirs. No, it's not Hendon Hooker in the games he did play. It's not CJ Stroud. It's not Dorian Thompson Robinson. It's not Max Duggan. It's. It's none other than Stetson Bennett. Clint, is QBR an important statistic when you're evaluating a quarterback? Is that is that something that matters? They used to go on accuracy, completion percentage, which if you want to go with, fine, go with Stetson. Fine, look I at Stetson's no, numbers there. That's fine. I have no problem with that. How about it yards? Used, look at this, it used look to be Stetson. yards. How about yards Again, per attempt? There. Look at Stetson's numbers there. We're doing fine in all these We're doing numbers. fine. QBR is now the metric on which people look to across the board. Well, that's he interesting. is leading the nation. 
So yeah. he's so he's number one in that category. Correct. You may quibble over the fact that it's not the most important quarterback metric. That's fine. Sure. He's number one in a incredibly significant quarterback metric category. And your argument is that it's laughable that he would be invited to the Heisman Trophy ceremony. I just, I mean, look, get you know, used la- to it, Georgia fans. That's what I was going to say. That, yes. Get thank used you. to it because people hate the good teams. That's just think about the way you, Georgia fans, <laughs> felt about Alabama all those years. Just think about your own self. Okay. Little little robe, little candle. Yeah, just look inwardly if you could yeah. for a Get moment. Get a candle, stare into the flame. Um, Daniel, there is a Georgia Tech coach who is unashamedly saying now We're I, going to try to win the Super Bowl. And our Super Bowl is Georgia every year. Yep. Congratulations, Georgia fan. We are the new standard. You get used to this. Get used to this. People don't like the thing. You don't like Alabama. You don't like some people, people are going like to start talking about like to see things burn and just, smile because of good things being coming ugly. Get, just take a deep breath. Okay. And know that the next thing that's coming is Georgia gets all the calls. That if you don't think that's, I just need you to get ahead of it. The first, Georgia fans, the first holding call that gets, goes against get Ohio a, State. Get ahead of it. Georgia gets all the calls. That's the new. That's the new rhetoric of college football. You're now the villain, and so you just need to take a deep breath and mm. realize you're living in the mm. heyday of Georgia football. You are living in all these other teams, which apparently we're going to talk about in the second segment. <laughs> all these other teams, not as good as your team so Stetson Bennett congratulations to you um I don't care if you earned the Heisman Trophy or not I don't care if you win the Heisman Trophy or not Stetson Bennett is going to go down as one of the all-time great Georgia Bulldogs no matter what happens in these next two games of his career um and nothing can change that and so Georgia fans I know you're excited for him uh, Stetson, we are excited for you on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, and um, go enjoy it. Go enjoy it. Go enjoy it. We're going to come back after this, but first, I want to let you know about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a fantastic place to get every single thing that you need for the right candidate for the job that you have to get on your team. Right now, the world is getting back into order, back on the job. Mm-hmm. Businesses are hiring. There's over 800 million people worldwide, part of LinkedIn. Um, as a matter of fact, Daniel, a lot of people, it's a lot of people. I'm hiring somebody this week, Daniel. Yeah, you are. And I mean, flex on it. If you want to, that's fine. We get it. You're very important. Look, look, if you want to see important, I will show you lists of a newsletter, Daniel, somebody, somebody just for me and just message me privately. If the position that you see Clint hiring is podcast co-host, just give your boy a heads up. Just give, give me a, a just give me a just give me a quick like, hey man, you might want to jump on LinkedIn yourself because LinkedIn is the place. Well, Daniel, if you needed to, you could go there, and I guarantee you'd find another job once I fire you and get you off this podcast because <laughs> uh, it's the place to go to get the right candidates, the right job. It has all the ability to reach out to the network instead of doing hiring the wrong way. Do hiring the right way right now. Post your job for free. Locked on college, LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Love it, Clint. Uh, where are we going here in this? You said all manner segment. of thing. And here's what I want to talk about. It has to pertain with the SEC championship game. 
uh, with the Heisman finalists, the top okay. four that are mm-hmm. out there, with the portal hitting and and it's piggybacking. Portal season, y'all. Oh my gosh. Oh. I, I we're gonna have to get it, we're gonna have to get into it tomorrow. It's portal season. I'm, portal I might have to ask. This is see, and this is with Kirby's development of Stetson Bennett in the offense, crafting, okay. tailoring, getting the right guys in there, getting Todd Munkin, who, by the way, every other college football team in the whole entire nation listening to this right now, Todd Munkin's worthless. You he don't is, want him. He is. You simply don't want him. He's a he's a scrub. Okay, he's old. If Whoa. I could. Gosh. He's nearly as old Dem- as Nick Saban himself. Dementia setting in. Okay. The, the man, I mean, you saw him when we got that two-point conversion. The man's unhinged. He lost his mind, Daniel. He doesn't the man know where he's at. Is unhin- he's not well. He thought he was at Woodstock again. Don't. Don't even. Don't. Woodstock, Georgia? Is that where you? <laughs> no. Not a reference to Woodstock, Georgia. No. Home no, of Daniel. Nick Markakis, your, new Atlanta Bra- your newest member of your Atlanta Braves club? <laughs> I hate you. Did you see how I made that connection? I hate you. I went Woodstock, Woodstock, Georgia, Woodstock High School. Nick Markakis. I did. Look, the man's brain. He's trying to. He's trying to show me that he needs to stay on the pod. Is what he's doing right now. He's he is job. You can't get this from some guy off LinkedIn. You can't get this kind of talent. Um, Here's where I want to go, and this is pertaining to Kirby Smart and his development, as well as the Heisman, as well as the SEC championship, uh, as well as the landscape of college football. Currently, with all the coaches and everything goes on, everybody else sucks. And here's what I mean by that, Daniel. First of all, everybody else is less talented than we are. They are, they are not coached as well. They are not wow. performing as well. They are all arrow pointing down. So okay. here, I want to ask you. I read on Twitter this week that Ohio State was just as talented as Georgia, Clint. I read that on Twitter, so that must be true, right? And and again, Look Look at the tea leaves that are happening across college football. This is, I'm trying to shine a spotlight on something. The best wide receiver in this year's class, apparently, is healthy enough to play for Ohio State. And he said, hard pass. I mean, yeah. It's easy. Okay. I mean, maybe his doctor said he shouldn't play. I, I maybe he said his doctor said he shouldn't play. Either way. Either way, he's not playing. I know a guy who tore his ACL and came back to play in a playoff push in the national championship for Georgia. He's not the best rookie wide receiver in the NFL, is he? He's the best rookie wide receiver in the NFL. I know the same guy. I know the same guy. His name's Jorge. By the way, Pittsburgh Steelers Twitter. Trademark. Trademark Jorge. What do you By the way, Brooks Austin. Trademark. Brooks. we, We thought we had something, Brooks. What happened to your boys? Trademark. Trade. Don't Jorge. don't take that death march. There is a culture at Georgia. There is a mm-hmm. talent gap at Georgia. There are teams. So here's my question to you: Can you name a team that has an arrow pointing up, Daniel? Not mm-hmm. sideways, not stagnant, but pointing up in ascension mm-hmm. right now in all of college football. Can you name a team that has that arrow pointing up right now? Uh. I think I can. Okay. Not that's on the level of Georgia, but a team you just want a team that is moving in a positive direction, right? A team moving in a positive direction. This is kind of yes, point, Georgia's yeah. most immediate surroundings. Let's not even go all of college football, right? Okay. Alabama, clearly the arrow is pointing. Descending. Down. Okay. Um Florida. Descending. <laughs> they have half their team in the portal and not nearly a quarterback in sight. We don't on know what is Florida. We don't 
To no, be we, fair, no, they not. could run out here next year with we don't have a clue who's going to be on that team, Clint. We do know they're going to be led by Billy Napier. I do know that. Okay. So and Ever's pointing down. I would say of the teams in the SEC, if I'm going to be objective here, Please. Tennessee's arrow is pointing up. I, I, I really do believe that. I know there are people who say that Hypel will never be able to run a balanced attack. He'll never be able to play complementary football. Um, and so the arrow is always going to be, he's always going to be limited in what he can do. I do think Tennessee's arrow is pointed up. And I do think Old Miss's arrow with Lane okay. Kiffin is pointed Great. up. I know Old Miss fans hate Lane Kiffin right now after that Egg Bowl debacle. And it was a debacle. But I really do think Lane Kiffin, if he's able to stay and he's able to continue to recruit and he is, is able to get some stability, I do think their arrow is pointed up. But of the teams in the SEC, Clint, those might be the only That's two. It. And and I think Tennessee's arrow is pointed up. And this is not a knock on their season and what they accomplished and what he was able to do. Because I think Hypel is a smart guy. I really, really do think he's a smart guy. Um, I, I gave him a LinkedIn thing and he just said, I'm out of here. I think Hypel's a smart guy. <clears throat> but here's my problem with Tennessee. I think this year was a little bit inflated, was a little bit fraudulent. And here's what I mean by that. Hinden Hooker had an all- incredible all-world season. Tennessee's offense had it as well. Tennessee's defense is bad, but the culture that is set in Tennessee is they don't care about defense. They care about offense. They care about throwing the, the rock around. They care about Hypel's offense. All of that is true. They got booster money, and sure, they got some great alum, but I think this year was a little bit fraudulent. I think they were overinflated, as was shown when they got trounced by Georgia, when they got trounced by South Carolina. You don't talk about Arrow being up. South Carolina's got an arrow pointed up. Now they're losing some guys in the portal already. They lost their bell, the tight end already, some other people. But I, I don't think Tennessee, it, arrow is up, but it's not up being the second best team in the SEC and going up. I think they might be, without this overinflated season, might be the fourth or fifth best team in the in the SEC. And their arrow is still going up. So hear me, Tennessee fan. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a wasted season. I'm just saying it was a fraudulent season compared to long-lasting trajectory. And Heupel is a good coach. I will say that. I'm sure they appreciate you not using the word wasted and immediately following it up by using the word fraudulent. So I'm sure that I'm sure the Tennessee fan is going to think rationally. Kind of like kind of like the checks that you bounce. That's what your season is like, Tennessee fan. Kind of like okay. when you give someone a McDonald's bag that's supposed to be filled with cash, but the, it's only filled with McDonald's scratch-off okay. Monopoly thing, pieces. And and the weird toys and the adult Happy Meal that nobody wants. Like that's <laughs> that's what consumes those bags. Um, Daniel, I think South Carolina has an arrow pointed up. I think Ole Miss doesn't have an arrow pointing up. I don't think Ohio State's arrow is pointed up. I think it's stagnant. This has been. I think their Ohio claim. State is is never going away. They're never. That's they're never but, going away. That's why I mean that's right. Plateauing. Sure. But I don't think up. Georgia's arrow is pointed up. Daniel, we're the pinnacle of college football. We're not it's, regressing. Yep. We're not plateauing. We're only getting better. It's the it's the heyday. It's the glory days of. Georgia football. It's insane. I was I was talking about the portal and how many people are in it. I was talking about the coaching staff hours. I think Heupel's going to have to get a couple of good assistant coaches on that staff to really, really make mm -hmm. a difference if he really wants to see something go down. But, y'all. It's, it's a great to be 
hunker in. A Georgia uh, Bulldog. We're going to come back after this, talk SEC thoughts. But first, Bet Online. Bet Online is the official sports book mm. of Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcasts everywhere. It's the place that Daniel and I went to do preseason win totals for turn Georgia. Out? We cash. How it's we the place we went to where, where your boy went. And uh, thank you, USC, where I placed a bet for Ohio State to be one of the playoff teams. And that cashed. Cash. For us to win the SEC and to be a playoff team. And now all of a sudden, I'm looking at bowl season, Daniel. It's the greatest time of year. It's the most wonderful time. It is. Of the year. And BetOnline is going to be the place that I go, that Daniel goes, to make all of our bets for these mm-hmm. bowl games. We're going to have a bowl mm-hmm. extravaganza in which we talk bowl about locks. all the bowls and give those locks out, man. Gasparilla Bowl. We're about out. to give out. I don't know if there still is a Cheez-Its Bowl, but we're about to give out a lock in it. My cat is on the piano. That's what's happening. The cat is not at BetOnline. You should go there because cats are awful. You should go there to BetOnline, the official sports book. Get all the over-unders for all the bulls. Take your money. Get it over there. BetOnline, the official sports book of Locked On Bulldogs. Very professional on the podcast today, Daniel. Very well, it's now the third segment, so I don't have to be professional anymore. We're hey, we welcome. Loyal third segment listeners. Let's start this Third off. segment listeners, if you're not already, oh, go, gosh, and do, yes. go and jump on yes. the audio. The best places to listen to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. We're so glad that you're listening uh, on your commute to and from work while you're at the gym. Apple Podcasts. Uh, listen on Spotify. Listen uh, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us. Leave us a five-star rating on there. So if you if you... Normally watch on YouTube um, and you drop a comment on YouTube. That's great. Subscribe on YouTube. That's great. But also switch on over to a podcast app. Find the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Follow us. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, uh, Clint, we've still got more meat on the bone when it comes to this SEC championship game. There's been a lot of news breaking. Yes. Right? We got an opponent for the for the college football playoff. We talked about that. We got... Uh, Stetson Bennett is going to New York City for the Heisman. We got yes, all Ted. manner of beasts and what all in the transfer portal. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. By the way, by the way, right now, three out of the five starting offensive linemen for Alabama are in the portal. Well, they had such success going and getting players from Vanderbilt and Georgia Tech that I was I was told by you, the commenters, that I was being ridiculous for thinking that that meant that there was a flaw in the program when you're taking transfers from Vanderbilt and Georgia Tech. I guess you're going to have to go back and get some more. There's plenty of Florida players available, Alabama, if you want to go grab some of them. Some of them, I, I don't know how many of them, some of them come with a jacket. And I'm, <laughs> not, talking, I'm not talking the thing that keeps you warm in winter. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Um, third segment. So <laughs> let's get back to the SEC championship game. Yes. Clint. Um, many things that we haven't discussed yet and the most glaring among them, which people have been, have been bringing to our attention. Listeners have been bringing to our attention on Twitter. So it feels like it needs to be addressed is, is issues in the secondary. Okay. LSU passed for, it's not an overreaction pod. So we're not going to overreact here. LSU passed for 502 yards. That's not an overreaction. That is just a statement of facts. That's a reality. 502 yards of passing. That's a lot by anybody's standards. You could talk to me about this or that, about why that was or what led to that, blah, 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 blah. 
Suffice it to say, there were issues in the secondary in this game. Now, we're not overreacting. We're not acting like Georgia is, you know, falling apart at the seams. But we are acknowledging that the secondary, for me, and I believe for you, and I believe what should be for any Georgia fan who's watched, is an area of concern heading into the playoff. I would say yeah. it is the primary area of concern certainly for game one it is Daniel I do not have concerns about the backfield is as healthy as it's ever been the offensive oh, line is gelling as much as it ever has the weapons at receiver pending Lad McConkey's health are as good as they have ever been the defensive front is playing incredible the linebackers are playing incredible but the secondary Clint yep Ringo Lassiter Smith and Starks and, you know, all of the other pieces that, that rotate right. in there as well. There have been holes. There have been issues. And so what do you make of looking at what we saw in the SEC championship game from the secondary? I I think here's the yards. Let's talk about the yards first and foremost. Every yard is not the same, Daniel. I know that's that, true. I Some know yards that sounds results weird. in points. Some yards result in points, yes. And other yards do not. And some yards come within the striking distance of scoring a field goal as well as everything else. And we seem to get it straight by the time that comes. I know we did put up a 30-piece. I understand that's a lot of points. But you have to understand how the game flows in that. And some of these yards were just big, chunk, huge pop plays. Now, uh, I was in denial with Daniel for a long time. Malachi Starks got burned twice in this game in a very bad way. Keely Ringo got burned five, six times. It's hard to count. Horrendous ways. It, it and in not just and in a variety of ways. Not just one type of way over no. and over and over and over again. He got burned by missing tackles. He got burned by being out of position. He got burned by being in position and not making a play on the football. He got burned yep. by making a play on the football that didn't make any sense. Nope. He got burned in so many ways in this game. That that touchdown pass, or the, the not touchdown pass that should have been a touchdown where he was in front of the receiver, they both turned, he went up for it. He missed that ball, Daniel, and he was out of position on that. It was lucky the other guy didn't catch it. He should have been sucked up on the receiver more. He should have turned. He should have made the pick. He should have so many things. Even when he looks like he's about to make a good play, he's not. Daniel, it's a huge area of concern and, with Ohio State. And he did make some good. We should acknowledge he did make some good plays in this game. And that's been the pattern with Keeley this year. You have gotten yeah. really good plays. See Tennessee game. But you have also gotten really bad plays with Keeley this year, and. The lack of consistency is what is most concerning with him specifically. Now, here's here's my only hope for Keeley for this month. Daniel, leading up to this time, there's going to be a lot of media coverage. There's going to be a lot of visitors in Athens. Daniel. There will be. A lot of NFL type. What types of visitors? A lot of NFL type visitors. Mm. A lot of conversations at practice where Kirby is inviting these execs in to speak with them. And Kirby does not hold back with the execs. Now, Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Keely Ringo is going to be presented with himself a very, very fundamentally easy to understand argument. Hey, Keely, 
you're about to go up against one of the best passing attacks in all of college football. Marvin Harrison Jr., one of the best wide receivers in all of college football. There's some consternation in my stomach about that matchup. Just went up against one of the couple of the best wide receivers in all of college football, and they had 129 yards and 109 yards respectively. I don't think Keeley's been engaged this season because I think he's been hoping that the draft is going to come and he's going to get his payday, and I think execs are going to be talking to him, pointing out the same exact thing that everybody else sees. On the Everybody on the planet can see this in film. They're going to see it. They're going to talk about it. They're going to go through it with Coach, and I think at the end of it, they're going to say, you know what? Kirby's going to be able to tell him, you know what? You ball out these last two games you're going to get yourself back up into that. We saw it last year with Georgia, Daniel. Mm -hmm. We saw a guy. Oh, there's a, I mean, there's a. Plethora. Absolutely. You you give yourself an opportunity to. I'm not saying Trayvon Walker is not the number one pick without the national championship game, but don't act like that national championship game did not factor in heavily to Trayvon Walker being the number one. Of course it did. Yeah. Of course it did. It's recency bias, which is fine by me because he was, in recency, the best college football player at that time. Yeah. And he got the number one pick. Keeley has an opportunity to do that. Malachi Stars has an opportunity. The, the thing that doesn't concern me as much as it could is because we've seen bright spots in the secondary, Daniel. We've yeah. seen them ball out. They yeah. ha- The ceiling is sky high. The ceiling's there. They got a whole month to get it right, and I think they will rectify all of those things, Daniel. I have no problem about that. The talent gap is too big. Hmm. Uh, we're going to come back tomorrow. Talk portal news because – there's, well, a there's lot of no it. portal news for Georgia. Uh, there's zero. There, there, there may be. There might be. That's, that'll be that'll be fine. That's fine. But we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about other people in the portal. Who hmm. might we want out of the portal? Little, Who might we see leave out of the portal? portal? Would you rather? There'll be there'll be many items to discuss tomorrow on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. He's Clint. I'm Daniel, and we will see you then.